Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Daghiwad Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word.
master hallelujah you know in Psalm 107 verse um, 17 18 19 thereabout Bible says that in their distress they cried unto the Lord in verse 20 it says that he sent his word and he healed them from their distraction hallelujah he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their distraction as you have cried unto the Lord your cries have woken the master. But the medium of him reaching to you is through his word. And this morning, the word of God is coming your way once again. God has prepared his anointed vessel. Hallelujah. To deliver his word unto you. Hallelujah. We want to sing something good is coming your way. As we prepare to welcome our father our pastor and our bishop. Something good. Start to your book. Yes.
Father, thank you for this morning. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take our seats. Is the sound okay? The sound is bad, and I can't hear myself here. So, if you can do something with the sound, amen. So, you're all welcome to church where there is safety. Hallelujah. Where you are delivered from every kind of demonic things, including viruses. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I think since the... Can we... Is it okay? Because I'm struggling here. The sound is going and coming back at me. So I can say that since the... So who is here helping them to know that it's, I'm okay or not? Do you hear what I hear? The echo on the stage. So try and help them too. So, uh-huh. So since the virus and we came to church, I believe that we all know that the church is one of the safest places to be in, isn't it? One of the safest places to be. And I want to encourage us to continue with our protocols and our everything. And um, let's, let's keep the protocols for our own sake. You don't need any government to tell you or anybody to tell you to wear your mask and protect yourself before you do it. It's for your own sake and for your own good. So like those of you who have removed your mask, you can remove it for just a few seconds and you wear it again. You get it, bro. Make you wear your mask. Uh huh. So, so you remove it for a while, and you wear it. And uh, if you go and sit on a trotro, and no police is enforcing the law, don't say that it's a free day. You know, like when we're in school and they say the teacher didn't come. We're happy that the teacher didn't come, but we didn't know that one day we write an exam. Especially when they say they have staff come on meeting and it's French. French or March? French or March? No, social studies there, they are. French or March is that we are all happy that they have staff come on meeting. But then the exams will come. And say, whether the teacher came or not, the questions have been set. So when you go and sit on the trotro and nobody's enforcing the law, make sure you wear yours. If 20 people are not wearing theirs, are wearing yours? You at least taking care of your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's very, very important that we wear it and we, we um, obey all the protocols and uh, believe God also as we pray. We believe God also that God will protect us and God will deliver us. Hallelujah. The church is safer than political rallies, isn't it? It's safer than political rallies. We all saw when, when it was happening. People were not wearing masks and their demonstrations against the EC. Nobody was wearing masks. And then when they finish, they will get up and blame others for what they have not done. So the church will not sit down for you to blame us. We have not done anything. We wear our mask. Everybody is wearing masks. I'm preaching and not wearing masks because the distance between you and me is like heaven and hell. So a great God, a great God fixed. So, so we pray and we want to ask um, for wisdom for our president 
that as he did the first time, he would also have the wisdom and the courage to continue. He did very well the first time round, and we pray for the courage and the boldness and the wisdom to do it again, so that this time round, the second, this second search, we will also be protected again. Amen. This is virus doesn't wear colors. Have you ever seen a virus wearing a color? I think I see some green. So is, that, is it green? Because any CNN brings it green and other people bring it a certain color. But I don't know what it is. But I think it has a color. But it's not definitely it's not MPP or NDC colors. It's the color of the virus. So let's all believe God and pray that as a nation, you know, sometimes it's almost like people, some people want it to say so they can use it for other things. But this is not one of those things. Is this this worse than an economy? Is worse than anything. So let's all have in mind, and let's not rejoice if you hear that there's an outbreak anywhere. Then you are happy. So that what? You don't know when it can come. It will come to your door, door, doorpost. So let's all pray and pray for wisdom for our medical person, all those who advise the leadership of the nation to do the right things. Amen. Wonderful. You are blessed. Are you not blessed? And also, when we were singing the song and they, they were talking about prayer and in the night, what was the song? Say, in the night, you raise your hand. How many of you are raising your hand? How many of you enjoy the song? How many of you enjoy the song? You see, you enjoy the song, but you don't pray. That's what was going through my mind. Because as we are doing prayer and fasting, how many of you have, have joined the prayer and fasting, the prayer? How many of you have joined? It's not true. I've not seen you. Where, where and how do you join? Where and how do you join? Or you pray on your own? You pray on your own. That one, we can't vouch for it. Too. But you see, God does so many things when we pray. And it's not a song. It's not a song. It's not just a, a, a verse written. It's something that actually happens. So if you want God to come your way, do what you have to do. Waking up at 4 a.m. must not be so difficult for you. Waking up at 4 a.m. so difficult for you. A lot of you are not joining the prayer time at 4 a.m. And um, you are singing the song. <laughs> Amen. So I want to preach for a brief moment this morning. And I want to thank all of you last week for a wonderful birthday. Is it last week we did a birthday thing? It was last month. Okay. For a wonderful birthday celebration. God bless all of you. God bless all of you. And um, as, you, as you celebrated the anointing, may the anointing make room for you. May the anointing make the way for you. And may you be blessed. May you be celebrated. And may you live long in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Wonderful. So, today, my message is very, very short. Amen. Do you believe it? Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. If you don't believe Christ, short. Matthew chapter 13.
Matthew 10, 16. Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. Can you go there and we read and we go. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of what? Wolves. <laughs> I send you for the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves, isn't it? Or doves, if you like. Be ye therefore wise as serpents. So we are still on the prophet's way to us at the beginning of the year. That should guide us throughout the year so that we'll be blessed. Hallelujah. So that we'll be blessed. And uh, this is a wonderful advice that Jesus gave to us. And we have, been talk we have been looking into what it means to be as wise as serpent. What it means. What does it mean? The Bible says you should be wise as serpent. What does it really, really mean? And uh, we need, because it's a, it's a good advice Jesus gave to us in the midst of the environment that we are living in. Amen. So we've, we've said so many things about studying the, 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 the snake or the serpent. Because for the snake to survive in the midst of all these predators and all these people who want to kill it, for the snake to survive, the snake needs a certain way of surviving. Hallelujah. And one of the things that you need to survive and has made the snake to survive and to multiply and to do so many things is because it is patient. Hallelujah. So in chapter 10 of the book, it talks about masters of patience. Masters of what? Masters of what? Patience. Hallelujah. Psalm 40 verse 1. Psalm 40 verse 1. I waited patiently for the Lord. I did what? Waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. That means that you prayed, you prayed, and you asked God for something, and it delayed, but somehow you still waited for God to act. Amen. Somehow you still waited for God for his time to come. And I want you to know that it's very, very important to be, to, to be patient. Very, very important to be patient. Many, of, many Christians of our days and in our time are not patient because we live in a fast world. We live in a fast world. Instant everything. Instant everything. Noodles, even food. Is it, which one is it? Indomie. Indomie. Indomie, even wives are not cooking for their husbands again. They are doing instant food, Indomie. They drive through, um, drive through food. Then when you go home, you microwave and you set a table and people are eating. Wow. So it's like somehow no one is developing the virtue of patience. But that is one of the attributes that the, the, I say the Satan, that the serpent has, that has helped it to survive. Amen. That has helped it survive. So let us go and see 
if you are not patient, what is likely to happen to you if you are not patient? Before then again, I think we can read the, the book of James chapter 5. James chapter 5 verse 11. James 5 11. It says, Behold, we count them happy which endure. We count them happy which endure. The endurance is all who are patient, who have the ability to wait. We count them happy. You have heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. You have heard of the patience, patience of Job. What is the patience of Job? We all know the story of Job, the way he waited. And the Bible says that, and I've seen the end of the Lord. So after he was patient, how did it end? How did it end? And throughout the Bible, we have examples of people who, were pat who patiently waited for the Lord. And at the end of the day, they were blessed. And those who were also impatient, and we saw their end. So maybe before we go on, let me give you a few examples of those who waited patiently for the Lord and then were blessed. And those who did not wait and what happened to them. Amen. The Bible talks about Abraham. How many of you have heard of Abraham before? The Bible talks about Abraham. And then the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 15. If you are there, Hebrews chapter 6 verse 15. That's a quintessential uh, figure of patience in the Bible. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. The Bible, some verses mentioned his name, that Abraham patiently waited and he obtained the promise. So I say, after he had patiently endured, after he had gone through all those things, at the end of the day, just as the Bible says concerning Job, we saw the the, the, the patient, we saw the results that God brought after they waited, the end of the Lord. Hallelujah. Abraham was 75 years old when God promised him that he would be the father of many nations. 75 years old. It took Abraham how long for this uh, promise to come to pass? How many years? 25 years when God promised Abraham that he was going to be the father of many nations. It took him 25 years. How many of us will be ready to wait for 25 years for a thing to come to pass? How many of us will be able to wait? But you see, so, sometimes when you read the Bible, you need to know all these things. You see, because, oh, God promised Abraham that the next chapter, Abraham has given, his wife was pregnant. So you think that's within two weeks, within two months, but 25 years. But at the end of the day, you see that God had a plan. God had a plan. And the result was very, very powerful. 
Amen. So if you are waiting, if you are waiting, know that it's one of the things that the Bible says we can learn from the serpent. We can learn from the serpent. The serpent will wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait for just one meal. For just one meal. Sometimes if you, if you go, not many times when you see a, a, a body of water, a water body in any place, when you see a water body in any place, look at it well. If there's a snake under you, see that on top of you, you see some small eye like this. Looking, waiting for somebody to come and drink or something, so food to come. And the, the, the snake will be able to wait for whenever. Hallelujah. So some of you gentlemen who are looking for beloveds, you see, you should be able to wait. No, what about you? You are so impatient. The first time you saw this, you want this. Then you saw this one, you want this. By the time six months will come, you have seen six people. And you want every one of them. You want every one of them. So by the time you realize, yeah, if only I've waited. If only I waited. This is the one I was, this is the type I was looking for. This is the one I like. But if unfortunately you are married, <laughs> and you are in need forever, any? You are in need forever. You can't change. If you have just waited, so oh, my time is going. My time is. Going. I can't wait. I can't wait. If you are, and there are some things when you go in, you can't come out. If you go into a job, you can come out. If you serve, you can come back. But something when you go, you cannot come back. So let's see the patience of Job, the patience of Abraham, and see how God blesses if you are patient. And then the reason why we are impatient is that we always feel that it's, it's, someone has come. So ours too should come. But it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Do you get it? Another example is Joseph. Do you know Joseph? Joseph to have, is somebody you can use as an example of one who was patient. But he had a dream. He had a dream that so many things were going to happen to him. Then, he patiently waited. To cut a long story short, he patiently waited. This time you hear people, young man, say, oh, I had a dream that I have my church. I had a dream in the dream. I was, I was leading a big congregation. I didn't have been congregation. So the next time he brings a letter, I, 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 God is calling me. God is calling me. Do you know the congregation we have seen in our dreams before? I remember one day I saw some congregation. I said, this congregation, only God can talk to them. Yes. You think we are not know how they dream and saw a congregation? I don't know who is it. And then I can't wait. I have to do this. You see, you saw, you saw the congregation, and then we gave you a congregation of bar center. You saw a big congregation, then we gave you a bar center. Start from there. If the dream is true, if the dream is true, you will have a big congregation from the bar center. God doesn't have you to go anywhere before the dream come to pass. It's as simple as that. When I had my dream, I started as a follow-up director. Yes, I started. And patiently, patiently, am I seeing the crowds? But 
that that God is bigger than this. I'm still waiting. And patiently waiting. Hallelujah. He said, one day this place should become a, a, a cell meeting. Yeah. Charlie, if you won't say me, I'll say to powers of the mouth. You remember we talked about the snake. So you don't say, eh, me, 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 I'll say it. I get what I'm saying. So he had a dream, but he waited. He waited. You had a dream that you are going to be this, and then this, the moment you had a dream that you're going to have a big congregation, that's when they took your church away from you. Go and ask Joseph to. That's when they sold him. It doesn't mean the dream is dead. It only is teaching you how to be patient. Are you getting me? So, patience. The things you go through, eh, there are all ways of teaching you patience. There are all ways of teaching you patience, which will come to. Amen. So, patience. Just be cool. Stand still. And know. Stand still. Be quiet. Amen. Example of one who was not patient. And what happened to him? First Samuel 13, 18. Sorry, first Samuel 13, 8. Patience is one of the it's one of the fruits of the spirit. And one of the things that you don't often see around these days. People to be when people come to problems, they say, wait, hey, wait. You need an answer. Wait. You have a problem. Wait. No, 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 no. First Samuel chapter 13, verse 8. And he tarried seven days according to the set time that Samuel had appointed. But Samuel came not to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. And this is the story of Saul. Samuel had told him to go and wait for Seven days specific. Seven days. Wait. I will come. So the Bible says, so going from there. He waited. But someone came not to Gilgal. And the people were scattering from him. Verse 9. And Saul said, bring hither a burnt offering to me and peace offerings. And he offered a burnt offering. Then. And it came to pass that as soon as he had made an end of offering, offering the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came. And Saul went out to meet him that he might salute him. Verse 11. And Samuel said, what have you done? What have you done? And Saul said, because I saw that the people were scattered from me and that thou camest not within the days appointed and that the Philistines gathered themselves together at Michmash. Verse 12. Therefore said I, the Philistines will come down now upon me to Gilgal and I have not made supplication unto the Lord. I did what? Forced myself, therefore, I forced myself, therefore, and offered a burnt offering. Hey. I forced myself, therefore, and offered a burnt offering. 13. And someone said to Saul, You have done foolishly. 
you have done foolishly. You have a good reason, but you have done foolishly. Where were the people when God was looking to anoint you as king? Who found you? Who, who made you king? Now that you have made a, been made a king, the people have forced you to do something. They said, thou have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For now, listen, listen. For now would the Lord have established that kingdom upon Israel forever. For now, would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever? That is, this is the moment. After you waited one day, two days, three days, four days, five days, six days, seven days, the seventh day, eleventh hour, eleven fifty-five. 1155 as in 2355 GMT. 1155. That is when God was about to bless after you have waited for so long. And sometimes I see this happening. People wait in the church for so long. They serve God for so long. And pressure from friends, a friend that you came to meet in church will put pressure on you, take you out of your blessing. Sometimes I get sad. I get amazed. This morning as I was driving to church, God brought me somebody to my mind. He said, this person, watch, watch the person. Just like that, I was driving. He said, watch this person. Then I was wondering why. So where are his friends? Where are his friends? I said, wow. Wow. It's like, and if God, see, anytime God tells you something, he, he said, you know, how many of you know God loves us? And whatever he tells us, it's out of love. So out of love, God has said that somebody's about to be like Saul. Somebody's about to be like, just when God is about to bless, pressure from somewhere is making you check out. So God comes and you are not there. He said, just when? Where, where, where are we? Now, the, the B part of 13. For now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever. And he said, verse 14, how sad. But now your kingdom shall not continue. But now your children, sorry, not say your children. Your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought him a man after his own. I just said, we are in our path. Replacement. Your blessing is going to someone else because of impatience. Because of impatience. Because of, you see, an impatience comes as a result of so many anger. I've waited for too long. I'm this, I'm this. You see, what do you mean by endurance? Endurance. How can you talk of endurance without, without having difficulties? Without having difficulties, without problems coming. What, so when you talk for endurance, what are you enduring? What are you supposed to endure? What are the words we use to describe patience? Endurance, long-suffering. Great. Long, that's the way I was talking Long-suffering. What, what have you, what, what, what will make you say, I'm suffering long? What, what will make you do? It's the thing, that thing. 
checking is what they solve. That problem, the, the very problem you are complaining that you want to check out is that thing that is making you suffer. What else will come and suffer you long? What else? And you can't pick and choose what should, what should teach you suffer long. You can't pick and choose. Do you get it? So, you need to know that patience is good. Your ability to endure. Ability to wait. Hallelujah. Ability to endure. Ability to wait is, you see, it says patience. I wrote something I can't even read myself. <laughs> Don't worry. Patience with God is the ability to trust and wait on God in time of difficulties and challenges, even when nothing seems to be working. Even when nothing seems to be working, that's patience. Are you here with me? So Saul lost his kingdom, his presidency, because of impatience. Just five minutes after he has waited for six, six days and some powerful hours. So I want to quickly go into it again. What you cannot do without patience, what you cannot, I'll just read the verses and we'll close. What you cannot do without patience. You need patience to do Psalm 110 verse 1 and 2. You need patience to hmm. Psalm 110 verse 1 and 2. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make your enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. So he said that, he says, the Lord said, until I make thine enemies thy footstool. So be patient. Don't go and go after your enemies. Leave them. Wait. Do you get it? Be patient. You see, some of you, you cannot stand nonsense. Everything you want to, you want to respond. There, there, there's a time that you need to sit quiet and wait. He said, he said, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit down at my right. Sit down. Don't respond. Don't run. Don't go. Just sit down quietly and watch your TV. Sit down quietly and eat your food. And wait until I will make your enemies your food. Do you know what a food stool is? Foot is foot. Stool is the why you put your leg on that. But wait. But you see, some of you, even sometimes you see, so you heard that your husband is going out with a little girl in charge. I don't know how I give this example, but you charge. <laughs> Sometimes you need to be patient. Patient, patiently. God will deal with it. Amen. When you charge, okay, so, I don't know how I give that example, but I give the example. Amen. Just wait. Something at work. Wait. Something you just have not treated. Not treat, isn't it? You have to need not treat. Not treat means gun, patience. Not treat small. Nutrigagan. 
God, what does it mean, ever? How do you say patience in ever? Jiboji. Jiboji, lo. Boji. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bojidi. Patience. Just, you know, let me tell you, it's a, you see, patience is a fruit of the spirit. And sometimes when you are patient, they think you are phlegmatic. They think you are just condoning things. But sometimes you just want to, you want God to take charge. Because say, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Vengeance. So until I make your enemies thy full stool, but I realize in the midst of your enemies, you're drinking diet coke or zero coke. <laughs> in the midst of the enemies. Amen. Coke light. <laughs> So you cannot have victory over your enemies if you do not learn to wait patiently for the Lord. Wait patiently for you. have victory over your enemy. Even sometimes in the, in the game of football, you can see that one team will be playing on their team. They team patiently wait and wait. But then when they, they do so, one counter attack, boom! And they have scored. Amen. Good. Romans chapter 15 verse 5. Patience. You cannot be a godly person if you are not, or a godly Christian if you are not patient because God is a God of patience. God himself is a God of patience. Romans chapter 15 verse 5. Now the God of patience, the God of what? The God of what? That's why we say God has delayed. How many have said this before? What shall do? That's why, that is why um, uh, Martha and Mary, they said, Lord, if you have been here, if only you had come a little bit earlier, if you had brought it, the answer earlier, if you had been here yesterday, if you had been here last two days, if you had been here, he would not have died. But now, he's dead. But now we know that God was not late, isn't it? So that God's name will be glorified. He wasn't late. He wasn't late. But many of us, you know, like somebody said, if somebody, these days, somebody had a problem with another person, and he said, if you ask God, he will take time. So let's go to Antoine. I won't mention the person's name. Let's go to Antoine. Let's go to the tradition. That one is quick. Judgment. You see, God's judgment is not to kill anybody. God's judgment is for, somebody, for you to learn and become a better person. That's not the way you expect God to act. He doesn't act that way. He always judges with love. <laughs> God is not ATM. What does it mean? What does it mean? The machine, okay. So God, is, God takes his time. God is a checkbook. Okay. <laughs> Inside the bank. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Patient. He patiently does things. I mean, you ask yourself, all this time human beings have been dying and going to hell, of course. Then you are going to bring Jesus. Then you don't bring him early. You first bring um, the prophets. And you brought the law. The law came to mess us up. Then the prophets came. Then, but then realized, before Jesus came, came. But the Bible said at the appointed time. It came at the point 
time. You, you don't appoint a time. So you always think that God is late. But he's not late. That's how to learn patience, isn't it? Learn patience by knowing that God is never late. If only the door meeting you were you part of it. If only. It's when I say God is never late. Don't bring yourself into it if you have not done certain things. We are doing prayer meeting, you haven't joined. Prayer and fasting, you haven't joined. You are not crying to God for anything. You come to church and you go and say, God is in control. He's in control of what? He is in control of what? What have you handed over to him to be in control of? You have not handed anything over to him to be in control of. Otherwise, that's what I say. All things were together for good, not for everybody. But to what? To those who love the Lord. That's all. It's not for everybody that you can say he's working for my good. Things are working for my good. Hey, is that not the, the hey, you, you. and then you don't wake up and join a prayer meeting. God no go, God no go, God no go feed do him. God go shame you. <laughs> say mercy. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. You cannot finish your calling if you are not patience. Patient, sorry. Hebrews 12, 1. Wherefore, seeing we are also encompassed so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with what? Let us run with what? Patience. Let us run with patience. The race that is set before, the race is your, your calling. Whatever you are doing as a Christian, you need patience. You need, to, you, need to, you need to tell yourself that it may not happen today, but one day it will happen. And patiently wait. Patiently wait. Anything that makes you, weighs you down in your running, patiently deal with it. And wait for the Lord. Hallelujah. So this also talks about what? Being patient. Galatians 6, 9. Just two more scriptures and we'll close. Galatians 6, 9. Are you happy to be in church? I know you are not happy because you were expecting God to do it tomorrow. And suddenly I'm out telling you about patience. Hey, what matter is this? Galatians 6, 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, everybody say due season. For in due season, we shall reap if we failed not. Joseph reaped in his season. The ability to wait. And you are not tired. What happens to us is that the smallest, the, 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 the slightest delay, and we are tired. Slightest delay. And we are tired. We won't do it again. But I said, don't be weary. Don't be weary. Keep on doing it. Some of you are still paying tithe. Because Bible says, and I shall rebuild the devourer for your sake. And then three months after paying your wildest tithe, the devourers came. Sevenfold. More than the first. And said, like, ah. But what do, you, what do you understand about endurance and long suffering? Do you get it? So don't be weary. Look. There is always a due season. Most of the things that you are reaping now is something you sowed many years ago. 
So now you are supposed to keep sowing things that you reap ahead of you. Don't stop sowing in due season. Some of you, Bacenta leaders, as you were bringing people for, with buses and were prophesying, you own your own car, you own your own car, you own your own car. You, then at the point you stopped. When the due season came, you were not there. That's why. Well doing. Amen. Are you with me? Okay. Romans 5, 3 to 5. Be wise as serpent. This is what it means. When Jesus said be wise as serpent, you just said it and you went to sleep. This is what it means. Let's go into it so that we can say at the end of the year that we have been wise. We, we, we were wise as serpent just as Jesus told us. Good. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. Hey, we do what? These guys, they can talk who? We glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. So how do you, how, how do you get this, the fruit of patience? Tribulation. And it works patience. You can see the thing. You can respond. You can act, but you are waiting. Something is working. Amen. And then, and patience, experience, and experience hope. So rather you gain experience from patience, and that comes through tribulations. He said, this man is an experienced person. You mean the person has seen things and has been able to wait, go through it, Without complaining, without jumping off the boat, was in it. Ah, then suddenly, patient came in. Hallelujah. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Amen. So you realize that patience gives experience, but it comes from and. Tribulations, endurance, waiting. That's why if somebody is aged, an old person is deemed to be experienced. But just, just being around even to be old is deemed that you have experience. Because I mean, you have seen things. Remember the, the video we sent around when somebody was saying that if you lived from 1900, 19 you had seen, what, what did you see first? The Mubundi plague. World, First World War, Second World War, what? Eh? The Great Depression. They don't know the Great Depression. What is the Great Depression? Okay, there was a Great Depression. Spanish flu and all those. So you see, as the person was talking, anybody who, was, who lived at that time and is seeing this virus, how do you think the person's experience will come in? The person who not listening, we have seen some before. How must we behave? So age alone, but there's something that, that can make you get experience without necessarily being, age, being, being old, and that is tribulation, ability to endure. Amen. So if you are, you are a small thing, you want to jump ship. And lastly, James 1, 2 to 4. And lastly, Nachi, Nachi, Patience. Patience. Oh. <laughs> ah, but you, 
James 1, 2 to 4. Hey, you have waited till now. Keep waiting. Keep. You have waited till today. Hey, I've waited. I know boy is coming. Me too. I'm going to do this. I know, I know a certain sister. She was waiting. She was waiting. Nobody was coming. So one day she came to tell me that she's pregnant. I said, why? I said, well, I was waiting. Nobody was coming. I made myself pregnant. So she got pregnant. Got pregnant. Then long, long after she died. Yeah, you know the person. No long after she died. You want to be pregnant. Then she get a, she had a baby. See, you don't know what God is doing. You don't know what God is doing. So be patient, too. So I said what? James 1, 2 to 4. My brethren and sisters. So brethren means boys and girls. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Count it what? All joy. Hey! Have you, how can you be happy when there's temptations? How? Henry, how? But I say, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Again, are you hearing me? The trying of your faith worketh patience. Wicked patience, the trying of your faith. So be happy that something is coming out of what you are going through. Are you here with me? Wicked patience, and look at the next one. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be what? You may be what? Perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So when patience had his perfect work in the life of Job, at the end of the day, what happened? Wow. He wanted nothing. People came to Job. Curse God. Leave the church. Don't pay tithes. Don't give offering. Don't join a ministry. Don't use your data to follow anything. Curse God. And leave. Curse God. Who, who, your data, data, data. Who gives you money to buy data? to buy data, you can pray on your own. You don't have to join anything. Curse God. Come home. Leave the church and come home. It's two o'clock. Come home. Hey. What are they doing? The church that they one church they close, they don't close. Curse God. They leave. What a shock. Curse God. But Job, then he was then on boils, coming from all over the place. You haven't had boils in some places before. <laughs> like you understand what, why the Job's wife told him? Well, he, she was in the room with him. Guess God and live. The children were dying. But James said, "Look, no matter what is happening to me, no matter what is happening to me." I will still wait. I know God is up to something. But let me tell you, you cannot say this if you are not sure. You cannot say this if you are not sure. You cannot go and live any life and say, I know God is up to something. You are up to something. You are up to something. God is up to nothing. You are up to something. 
Hallelujah. But with mercy and everything included, if you have done what you could, that she has done what she could, and you are waiting, and things are coming your way, you still stand. At the end of the day, like the snake, you will be the winner. Hallelujah. At the end of the day, how many of you have been at a place that you feel, you, you feel like giving up? You feel like giving up? Oh, so many people. So many people. It's not only you. It's not only you. Sometimes all of us, we get to play, we get to a point that Charlie, we feel like giving up. But today I'm telling you, let's, let's think about the patience of Job. And let's know, they told Jesus, if only you had come earlier. If only you had come. See, it's, there's a reason that the blessing has not come today and it's coming tomorrow. There's a reason. There's a reason. And God will never let you suffer beyond what you can endure. God will never let you. One day I was talking to somebody. When the person told me his problem, I looked at him and said, hey, God knows you. God knows you, Pap. Because this problem, I'm, I'm not sure God will bring it my way. That's what I told the brother. I'm not sure. So that also means that God actually knows you. He knows you. He knows what he can make a boast of you with. He knows. Do you know that Job's suffering was a boast, um, a bet? If you, I don't want to use betting, but. Job's this was something God was boasting with in the heavenlies. God was just boasting with Job. Do you know Job? Do you know Job? Do you know Ajua? Have you been to Dowenya before? Have you seen a loyalty house church before? Do you know Ajua? That up till this time she's not married and she still loves me. Do you know her? That's what God was doing. You know? Then the devil said, Ah, Ajua. Ajua is just saving you because. He has seen some Asha in the church and she thinks that Asha will marry her. That's why Ajua is still coming, serving you. And if you like, break the relationship and see. Hey. Mm. If you like, break the relationship and see. If you like, take the money and see. If you like, do that and see, God says, okay, I'll do it. Okay, I'll do it. Then God... <laughs> and God took the relationship... God took the money, God took the job, and I just said, I'll still come to church. In fact, when the job went, that's when I just became wealthy in the Lord. Hey! That's when I just became wealthy in the Lord. Then God told you and the devil, have you seen? I told you. But if it was you. Uh, even Jesus was whispered in the ears of God, Lord, this one, when I went to earth, I saw him, don't please... Don't, don't, this doesn't joke with this out. So God said, you, I can't, don't go, but you. So even what you are going through, God knows it. God knows it. And he knows you can handle. He knows you can handle. And God, why did you choose me? <laughs> why did, from today, I'm going to show that I can't handle, so that you stop using me for that example, you see. When God uses you for example, eh, you don't want to ask you how many of you want God to use for example. <laughs> Do you know that, that, that you know how you answer? You answer, thou knowest. <laughs> you answer by saying, thou knowest. Amen. What am I saying? I'm saying that God was making a boast of Job. Do you know that, Claudia? He was making a boast of Job. So, for all you know, what you are going through, 
God is speaking. Let's see what will happen. Amen. And after patience had fully worked. But some of you have already failed. Small thing that happens when you come to church, your face is like nobody can call you, nobody can talk to you, nobody can. Hey! What? Amen. But may God have mercy on us. May God give us grace to endure. It's not easy when it's not you, it's only the person who is going through that feels it. But we pray for grace that you'll be able to endure. You let patient have its perfect work. At the end of the day, like Joseph, you say you meant it for evil. All this when they were working, I thought they were working for my, for, for, to do me evil. But now, God has made it to work for my good in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. And let's stand to our feet. Be wise as serpents, harmless as doves. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Just pray for yourself. There are certain things in, in your life that is making you want to, you know, fast track things. It's making you a, a little bit impatient. You wish this or you want to use any ways, every way they mean to get that thing. But I want to say, Father, I pray, I pray that I'll patiently wait for you in the name of Jesus. Just pray. You know, you know it. You know what you are going through. Yes. You know, you know, like Martha and Mary, I said that if only the Lord has been here earlier. You know, you have even said to yourself, but today, today, you don't want to be like Saul. When, when the prophet went somewhere when he said, oh, if only you had waited for just a little while longer. Just pray for yourself in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory in the name of the Lord Jesus. Patience in our marriages, in our relationships, in our relationship, whatever we are doing, Lord, the dreams we have, may we be patient and wait, wait, wait on you till, Lord, you do it for us in the name of the Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You want to say, Pastor, I really want to thank God for today for the message you have preached. You really spoke to my heart, and this is God speaking to me. And I really thank God for what I've heard. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to go to heaven when I die. And I need grace, the grace of God to help me also even to be patient and wait and walk with God. So, Pastor, pray for me to give my life to Jesus. Pray for me to know that I will go to heaven when I die. Please pray for me. You are here. Maybe you came um, by yourself or someone invited you, but I want me to pray for you to give your life to Jesus. Whereas every head is bowed and every eye is closed. You want to say, pray for me. Pray for me to give my life to Jesus. Today is my day. Wherever you are, with every eye closed, Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you right now. Thank you. Thank you. Lift it up high above your head. God bless you. God bless you. I see all those hands. God bless all of you. The ashes can help me. All of you. God bless all of you. Now, if your hand is up, wherever you are, if your hand is up, just walk to me. 
come to me wherever you are. Every eye closed, just come to me from wherever you are, my sister, my brothers, all of you, start walking. Come, 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 come. wherever you are, just come. Put your hands together for them as they come. God bless all of you, come. Wherever you are, come. Put your hands together for them. Come and give your life to Jesus. Come and give your life to Jesus. You came on your own or someone brought you. Pray for me. Pray for me. Wherever you are, come. 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 Give your life to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. Okay. Now, God bless you more. Come, come. Can you want to give your life to Jesus? Come. God bless you. God bless you. Now, today is of Oh, put your hands together for that. There's still room for one more person. There's still room for one more person. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Then, today's your first time of coming to church. Someone invited you and you came, or you came by yourself. But this is your first time of worshiping with us. We want to give you a special... Um, LHI Dowenya Akwaba. This is your first time of coming to worship with us. Can you give me a wave? This is your first time. Someone invited you and you came. No, not those of you here in the congregation. This is your first time of coming. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. Please, if your very first time of coming here today, I also kindly ask you to take your bag and come here. Come and let's give you a fitting LHI Akwaba. God bless you. Put your hands together for them. God bless you. Is that your sister? Ah. You have been here before. You are here. And you, come. you brought her. Or you're also a visitor. You're also a visitor. Ah, why are you standing? The way you stand, I thought you even brought her. Ah, you, when you, when you finish, when you close, see me. Wonderful. But why will you smile? Have you been in, are you in Lighthouse, Loyalty House anywhere? First love, uh-huh. When I was preaching, your face was smiley, 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 smiley like that. So I said, okay, wonderful. All of you here, I want you to say this with me. All of you, I want to say this with me. Um, and the whole congregation, I want you to join in and let's share together. Say, dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. Today is my day. Today is my you day. You made today just for me. You made it just for and me. And I really thank you for today. And I really thank you for today. Lord, today. Lord, today. I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart. The Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus. That he came to die. That he came to die. For my sins. For my sins. I confess Jesus. I confess Jesus. As my Lord. My Lord and my personal savior. And my personal savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That from today, that from today, my sins are forgiven. My sins are forgiven. And I'm born again. And I am born again. I am yours. I am yours. And you are mine. And you are mine. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for them. This God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. 
For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Loyalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.